You know, I've been thinking about what y'all said about like how I don't have to, feel, I shouldn't feel no obligation about anybody just because they paid for a bunch of dates. And mm. I was really like, damn, Amir, I can't believe I was thinking that. I mean, not that I felt obligated because I'm not doing shit I don't want to, but like it's just crazy how that like mindset can like hop on you. You don't even like realize it's mm-hmm. happening. And I was trying to pinpoint why I felt so uncomfortable with like getting paid, like somebody paying for everything like that. But that's exactly why, because I don't want to feel like I owe nobody anything. Yeah, I used to feel the same way. Like, for a long time. Like, it's just recently that my mindset has changed about it, where it's like, oh, fuck it. Like, if you're trying to treat me, like, I deserve, for one, okay, one. <laughs> and two, it's like, this is your decision. Nobody yeah. nobody pulls your arm. Nobody threatened you. Like, nobody forced you into this. You opted for this. You, matter of fact, were the person who brought this up. So, it's like, yeah. if this is what you really want to do, and even still sometimes, if I'm interested in a person, like, I would definitely, like, still offer to go Dutch. You know what I'm saying? But still, I used to feel really bad about, like, what I did on Sunday. Like, oh, knowing good enough, well, I'm not interested in this kid, still going to stay and having to pay for my <laughs> meal. Like, knowing good enough, well, but the thing is, I... I when I used to do it before, I used to feel so bad about it that I would be a grouchy-ass, terrible date. And I would feel even worse because I was, like, so mean and grouchy because I felt bad that I was here. <laughs> and I didn't want to be here. Yeah. And so I felt bad, so I was, like, a terrible date. But now I was like, I'll give you your money's worth, damn it. Like, I would chop you up and <laughs> laugh at all your stupid jokes and give you the, like, googly eye all damn night, just like I did to that kid. Like... <laughs> Welcome back to the Living for the Weekend podcast. Burr, 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 burr. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and we back. <laughs> yep, so we're back with the uh, what episode number is this? 17. I was about to say 16. Hey, Ow. 17. <laughs> 17. Yep, we back. <laughs> I got all about that, Mofo. But <laughs> we are back. Um, and last week we talked about self-care. And yes. we also posted a really interesting article on our Instagram if you follow us. Um, but yeah, we yeah, we were talking about like how we indulge in self care personally and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I mean it's still not it's still not too late to comment. <laughs> if you got any comments or you know, you wanna let us know how you all indulge in self care, that would be great. We would love to hear that. Yep, we're at Living for the Weekend Pod on pretty much everything except for Twitter, where we're L4W Pod, and that's for the number four. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Talk to us. So, uh, how was your weekend, by the way? How was my weekend? I'm trying to think what I even did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> did we do something this weekend? Is that when we went to the? Is that when we went to the? No. Oh, not... I, of course, I saw you this weekend. We went to the hookah bar. And we went to that party. Is that not, was it not this past weekend when we went to the museum? No, that was the weekend before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this past weekend when we went to um that day party that was really just like oh, going to yeah. the bar. <laughs> Quote, unquote, day party. And oh. then we went to the secrets, the V hookah spot, although it's about to get canceled because they tripping. Secrets. I just feel I don't like that. Secrets because they playing around about how you can't eat hookah at the same time. Yeah. And I was so cold. Like y'all could they could have uh, turned up those heat heating lamps. Yeah, they didn't really sound their own that. 
that high at all. No. They were like barely on. Yeah. Like we're trying to conserve for the real crowd to get here. <laughs> Honestly. They just feel so lackluster these days. Like and y'all don't no. have no no excitement or no, no like enthusiasm about your jobs anymore. No. It's just like we here. Even it's the, the same guard. motherfuckers there. That's why. They literally been there for how long? All them motherfuckers. That's true. Down to the security. Ain't no new faces. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, our server, she be there. She's loyal <laughs> as hell, dude. Yeah, she be there I for wonder sure. if they're all related. Oh, like it's like a family business? Yeah, I think they're all related. Because I think C-Loki might be like Middle Eastern or something, too. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think it's all like in the family. <laughs> like, you, you coming to work today? You are coming to work today. <laughs> <laughs> you know your uncle's sick. Right. Come in. <laughs> Bring new families in. Right. Family members in. Right. Lewis is going to start today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's all I did. And I did work. I think that's it. I can't think of anything else right now. Yeah. I didn't really do so much either. Friday, I, I chill. Like, people were trying to convince me to come out. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Saturday we went to the day party with Hookah. Yeah, and then Sunday I was just lazy. I just, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Actually, you know, I think about it, I was hungover on Sunday, which I don't understand why. Really? Yeah, I'm just, you know, it just can't bounce back yeah. like I used to. I wasn't hungover, but I was feeling real lazy, you know? Like, I just did not have the motivation to do anything. Yeah, yeah this was a, a chill weekend for the most part. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, as usual, we have our Millennial Spotlight. <laughs> And today, <laughs> going to shout out a good friend of mine, Amber. She goes by said Amber, said underscore Amber on the gram. She is, she wears so many hats. She is a mom. She's a wife. She's a mother. Oh, I already said mother. Um, she's a teacher. Like, she does so many things. But she recently, I'm so proud of her. She recently launched her music career. She's been singing, like, as long as I've known her. We've known each other since, what, middle, no, not middle school, since high school. But yeah, she's been singing as long as I've known her, but she's finally like launched her career. Um, and she's diving into this thing head first. So like you go to her Instagram, she's gonna give you visuals. She's gonna give you <laughs> looks, she's giving you blonde hair, like she's giving giving it all to you. Um, and so she's about to release her first EP called Flawed as Fuck, hashtag FAF. Um, and so she recently released, she's released a few songs, but her most recent release is this song called Karma. Um, so you can check it out on all music platforms and you also can like see little previews of it on her Instagram. So yeah, check her out y'all. Like I'm so proud of her. Like she does so many things and like, it's already a lot just to like run your life, raise your family. Mm -hmm. And now she's like stepped out there and launched her music career. And she could really sing like, y'all gonna think I'm joking, but like, she sound like Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) No bullshit. She kind of sing like Beyonce. I'm not, I'm not even playing with y'all. Um, but yeah, so check her out. That's set Amber. Shout out to you, girl. Yeah, go, Amber. All right. Oh, I guess I could play. Let me play part of Karma. Sing, gonna take it down with you. Right. Yeah. Now, don't, <laughs> don't you try to put your label on me. I hope your daughters never find a man like you. I hope they never feel lost, lonely, or confused. I pray they never feel broken and used. That they never see a mile in my. When karma comes around, it 
So yeah, that was Karma by Amber. So check her out. All music platforms will have all her information in the description of the show. So without further ado, let's get into the topic. So um, it's we're coming up on the new year, and with the new year, like we all people always have resolutions. You might be thinking about some of your like resolutions that you started. I know I've been thinking about some of the res- resolutions I set um, at the beginning of the year and just kind of checking in on my progress. Like, did I do it? Did I not do it? Um, and so we thought it might be nice this episode to think about some of our resolutions that you either started like at the beginning of the year or, <clears throat> excuse me, at the beginning of the year, or I know like there's some resolutions I made like a couple months in, like, oh, maybe I could do that too. So like all those resolutions and like think about your progress and specifically thinking about things that you may have like fallen off on and like thinking about ways to recover. Cause I think a lot of times we think that if you fall off your new year's resolution, like you just fell off and it's like better luck next year, but you know, maybe rethinking that so that you don't have to restart and wait till the next year to restart, but rather you can recover your goals and like get back at them. Um, so yeah, Kara, um, what are some of your, some of the resolutions you made at the beginning of this year or even like throughout the year? Um, honestly, I feel like, um, I didn't really make any because I, I don't, I don't really believe in making like New Year's resolutions anymore mm-hmm. because I feel like it's this weird, like, I feel like at this point it's just like a, a ritual that people do without thought sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, oh, why, why should I just make goals for myself at the beginning of the year? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, why should I wait? Like, oh, don't, no new goals until <laughs> from October to December because I got to hold on and just wait through those to January, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I didn't really make any because I just feel like I just try to make like goals throughout the year or just kind of like um just kind of like do as I make them as I go I guess you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't I don't I I don't think I really made any resolutions this past new year did you make any like since since you're like saying you make them as you go along are there any that you made like throughout the year yeah like definitely trying to eat healthy on a more consistent basis because I definitely feel like I mean, like, Jesus Christ, like, getting older, it's not even about just, like, looks. It's about, like, I feel like I'm susceptible. Like, I have a predisposition to some health problems that I feel like are actually trying to inch and, like, creep up on me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I have to actually start being very conscious about, like, what I'm eating now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really trying to be more mindful of, like, what I'm eating on a regular basis. And I feel like that's the main one, you know, that I feel like I'm, like, the hardest on myself about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel the same. Definitely a big one for me at the beginning of there all times because I feel similarly about resolutions. Like I try not to make, I used to make like very like superficial, like, oh, I'm about to be skinny at the end of this year. Like that's the goal. But now I try to be more conscious. Like I've even like started my like reflections for the new year now and like started mm-hmm. making lists of good things that happened this year and things I'm proud of and like things that I think will take me to the next level in 2019. So that's mm-hmm. what I try to think of when I think of resolutions. And one was like eating healthy, not losing weight because that's like, everybody like makes a goal to lose weight mm-hmm. but like that's it's such a daunting task when you're trying to like lose mm-hmm. weight but like eating healthier um 
what else? I was trying to be a better communicator, like with the people in my life, mm-hmm. like the, the way I communicate and also like the consistency of communication. Um, and I think another, like so, a goal I made kind of in the year was about this podcast, like my consistency mm-hmm. with like, and like dedication to it and like making sure I was like pulling my weight and like doing the things that we need to do to, to keep it going. Well, mm-hmm. get it going. Cause mm-hmm. we hadn't even this time, January, we hadn't started yet. Mm-hmm. We had just like, had our first conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like really committing to doing the things that I needed to do, we needed to do to like get the podcast going. You no, know, I will say though that like, I think last year in December though, like I know I was with like Jordan and her friends and we did like a, um, we did like a, some type of like new moon ritual or whatever, but it was like towards the new year. So like we were like reflecting on the year and I do like that. Like, mm-hmm. when you said that you were kind of, like, reflecting on the year. Now, I do feel like I tend to do that. Like, I just started that, though. Like, you know, reflecting on the year and what can I do, like, for this next year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will say, actually, now I think about it, I guess I have been setting some more, like, goals when I reflect back mm-hmm. on, like, how my year went. You know, I'll be like, this time next year, even if it's not, you know, at the end of the year, I'll just tell myself, like, this time next year, this is going to happen. I'm going to be doing this or blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do do things like that. Like, I definitely have, I think I definitely gave, probably created resolutions around my career as well. And honestly, my love life too. Oh, child. <laughs> the ghetto. There's sure. things that, like, I could be doing <laughs> and there's also things that are out of my control. But, you know, in all these situations, like, even though, of course, it's not 100% up to me, there are some things that I can do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, For sure. So, with that in mind, how do you feel like you did on some of these, like, resolutions? Um, I feel like I always have to remind myself that when it comes to my career in general, that, like, I'm actually not doing bad. Like, I always feel like, oh, my fucking God, like, really? Girl? But, like, <laughs> I feel like, oh, you know, I have to remind myself, though, like, you're actually not on a bad path. Like, you're not off the path. You're not, like, somewhere lost in the forest, lost in the sauce somewhere. <laughs> like, you know, I'm actually, like, doing okay for myself. I'm still, like, I'm still on target. I am still have the right mindset that I need to get where I want to be. So I have to remind myself all the time just because it's it's a slow burn sometimes doesn't mean that I'm not progressing, you know? Um, so I feel like I'm doing better. I feel like each year I progress a little more, you know what I'm saying, when I think about my career. Um, when it comes to, like, my health, I feel like I've been doing a lot better, too. Like, I feel like I've been a lot more conscious of what I've been eating and, like, my eating habits and whatnot. I feel like I've been a lot more conscious of them. I can still do better with that because, like, God, food is, like, so difficult for me. <laughs> I love it so much and I be having so like the worst cravings so it's like been really challenging but I've been pretty proud of myself with the effort I put forth um mm-hmm. in my love life honestly I've been feeling better too because I feel like I've opened myself up you know to to different experiences and different people and different things that I wouldn't normally have and I feel like I've been putting myself in a different mindset about like not even just my love love life Ain't no love of life, but blah, blah, my love life, but like yeah. also just relationships in general, you know. I feel like I've been um, having a different mindset, which I guess a growth mindset that specifically towards relationships that has helped me, I would say. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're like full on accomplished, like check. <laughs> yeah. But I would, I would say that like I, I make strides. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, okay, what were the ones? Okay, with communication, 
I did pretty okay. Like, I'm I'm not a texter. Like, I think, I don't know. I feel like we've had a conversation recently where you were like, you don't even <laughs> like to call me because, you know, I only talk on the phone. <laughs> but I really was having, like, a come-to-Jesus moment. Like, you know, if you want to keep all these relationships in your life, like, if you care about friends, you care about family, like, you only live one life, you got to maintain those relationships. So I've been trying to be a better, like, communicator, being more in consistent contact with the people I care about. And also, like being more considerate about like communication with people where there might be, it might be harder for us to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I did okay. Like, I mean, it wasn't perfect. There have definitely been like moments of conflict, but I think, and there, there have definitely been moments where I've like disappeared where it's like <laughs> people were texting me and I wasn't responding. But if I think about like the full year, I did okay. Like I definitely like was texting back more and I feel like faster. Um, and I, I can be, I can honestly say I made a conscious effort. Like I improved and I did my best. So I feel good about that resolution, but I want to keep it going and I want to improve on it for next year. Um, in terms of my like health goals, I feel like, so in 2017, I was doing really good. Like I was working out all the time. I was eating right. Like I changed a lot of things in 2017 and I was trying to maintain in 2018, like, not that I had like reached my goal, but I was just trying to have a like an ebb and flow pattern when it comes to my health. So I was trying to like prove to myself that, okay, you can just be consistent. Like, let's break this cycle of being inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And I was doing good at first and then I fell off. And like, I didn't fall off as hard as I have in the past. So I'm giving myself credit for that. Like, it was definitely not as bad as it could have been, but I'm, tr- I could be doing better and I'm trying to get that going now. And then in terms of the podcast, I think, I mean, shit, we on episode 17, so mm-hmm. some going well, but I definitely think that um, could be like reinvigorated and like give some new energy to the project. So yeah, I feel like progress is like, huh, it's doing okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's progress. It's definitely progress. It's, there was no like absolute backsliding into like nothingness mm-hmm. on any of the goals. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind, do you feel like there was anything that you wanted to do that you like totally fell off on either you fell off and yourself have fallen off now or you fell off at some point totally um or partially <laughs> yeah uh-huh. actually now i think about it yeah like i i think when i totally fall off fell off and where i always totally fall off is like pursuing like hobbies and interests mm. and things like i always fall off because it's just like I don't know I guess like when it's like I have responsibilities to do and other things to do that shit goes to the wayside you know what I'm saying because it's like I don't got time for that you know what I'm saying or when I I mean honestly sometimes when I do have time I sometimes would just do nothing you know what I'm saying like wow at the time to do absolutely nothing I'm gonna I'm gonna take that like so I hate that like I've let it completely fall off like I kind of prepared and prepped myself too in this past year to like start doing it or trying to find ways to ease myself into these things. But like I, I completely fell off there. I could completely fell off. Have not even thought about getting back <laughs> on the wagon. I, mean, I kind of like recently I thought about it because I've had conversations that have like re-sparked it, but I'm just like it seems daunting now to like start mm. back you know it's like okay we're not starting here like uh, i don't even know if i'm motivated or not. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah <sighs> i totally feel that now that you say that i guess that was one of my resolutions too and i had started like i was do- doing open mics i was trying to like go to open mics like 
spending time in these creative spaces because it's like I like to sing but I don't do it in any formal way and so I guess in that like pursuit of like expressing my creative interests and like cultivating my whole self I was trying to do something similar like get hobbies mm-hmm. and stuff but I feel like I was doing good and then I fell off when I got busy just like you said and I was like how do I even get tapped back into those spaces I was tapped into where I was able to do those things and I feel the same way like I was kind of mentioning about my health goals like I I have I feel like I am in a kind of a fall off period but I've decided that this is my recovery month like this is December and usually you start your resolutions again in January but I'm picking it back up now because I have a habit of like I come at things with so much energy I'm like oh I'm gonna be working out five days a week I mean it's just straight salad I'm gonna be doing insanity like it's so extra and so like you know sometimes it's not sustainable and I think that's how I end up falling off and then once I start there's so much excitement when I start that it's like okay this is fun I'm doing it I'm in it but when I stop to get back to it especially when it comes to working out it's like oh it's gonna be so hard my my legs burn just thinking about it like I don't want to do it and so I'm really in the process of figuring out like what does that recovery mean like I feel like all week I've been like okay girl this is the day we go into the gym and I have not made it to the gym, not going to lie. But what I have done is I've eaten more. Like, I, I cooked this weekend. Like, I went to Flame Broiler instead of going, like, somewhere else. It's, like, nothing mm-hmm. but fried chicken around my house. But I did not get any <laughs> of it. Um, well, so, I yeah, things like that. about that going home. <laughs> Every time I go home, it's just, like, I have to, like, literally, like, detox when I get back. I'm like, Jesus, nothing healthy in Cleveland. And nothing. All Nobody gives a shit about missing. health. <laughs> Everything I've been missing is crispy. <laughs> I was just telling everybody. I was just telling my coworkers about that. I'm like, yo, I've been trying. Like, this is like I've fallen off the behavior I should be doing in preparation for a tropical vacation. But I'm like, at this point, I might as well. Like, I, I can try to do a little better. But by the time I get home, it's just gonna be whatever work I did gone. Like, gone. It always happens. Never fails. Like, yeah. The holidays are hard. Mm. But, okay, so in general, like, thinking about, like, falling off of a goal, because you kind of mentioned that it's so daunting to think about getting back to your hobbies. Why do you feel like it's hard to get back once you've, like, fallen off of something that you wanted to do? Um, For me, sometimes it's just because it's like, then I start back from square one again. You know, <laughs> like, sometimes it's just daunting thinking about having to start all over and even if I don't have to start all over, sometimes it's just kind of like, wait, now I got to put time and energy into thinking about, like, where I left off, trying to figure out where I left off and pick back up. Mm-hmm. And then other times, it's just the fact that it's like, dang, like, I just don't have the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the time. When I do have the time, it's because I'm, I'm busy enough that it's like, I don't, I don't really want to spend more extra time trying to start something you know because you're in that like funky phase and it's like I just want to get to the good phase like let's skip the awkward funky phase and just go straight into like consistent fun (laughs) and so it's like fuck like I don't feel like sometimes having to like start back and trying to get myself back into the groove you know what I'm saying which is always how I feel about like exercising like I'll be on like a really good rhythm like I'm the opposite where it's like because I can be that way too so I really try to wean myself into things anytime I'm trying to like create like a new habit I always I'm really gentle and soft with myself in the beginning like okay don't beat yourself up or let's just try to go to the gym one time a week because bitch you ain't gone like three months so let's just try to go once a week you know what I'm saying yeah. like I'll just try to ease myself into things but then I feel like 
if I fall off, it's like, God damn, fuck, now I gotta start all over again trying to ease myself back into something. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, so annoying because I'm spending, like, it takes time to, like, even just to get yourself into a habit. It takes, like, so much concentration sometimes, so much, like, discipline. It's like, ah, I've been doing all that with everything else and I just want (laughs) have time to, like, relax. You know, like, the hobbies and the interests to be fun. But I feel like starting it first is not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I know that sounds weird because it's like, what? Their hobbies and interests should be fun. But, I mean, they are, but it's just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeking them out, where to go find these things, how to go do these things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like a task in and of itself, you know? I feel that it's, that restart, the restart thing especially resonates with me because I think like, like, again, thinking about like health goals, once, it might take me a while to get started again, like having an inch in, like talk Mm -hmm. to myself, the week I'm going to start, I probably don't start that week, probably going to start the next week. (laughs) But once I start, I get really excited about the newness of it all, like, okay, I'm doing this new workout plan, and oh, I'm going to be trying these foods, and this is so fun. But so even though it's hard to get started, the excitement gets me over the hump. And then maybe Mm -hmm. like two weeks in, it's like, okay, this is a regular part Mm -hmm. of my routine. It's not hard. But the newness is gone after you fall off. And like, to me, it's like, it's so hard to get back started unless I create something new I can get excited about again. But then it's like, it's not realistic to create something (laughs) new because what I was doing was working. I just Mm -hmm. need to start doing it again. So I'm still like, in my mind, and that's kind of like where the motive, the motivation for the topic came from. Because in my mind, it's like I want to recover. I want to. I don't want to restart. I want to get back to it because mm-hmm. I did it. I did it for a while. I want to get back because restarting is daunting. Re- re- restarting is anxiety and relearning. Yeah, that's how I've been feeling. Was like it's crazy because I think about like when I lost weight in the past. I feel like I just have more motivation. I, have, mm-hmm. I feel like I have just as much motivation. But for some reason, <laughs> I guess I don't. Because it's, not, it's like, I feel like I'm relearning the things that I did before that I know that works. So I know what works for me. I know what I should be doing. And I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I feel like I'm relearning it all over again, though. Like, oh, yeah, this is what you used to do. Oh, yeah, don't forget that you used to do this. Or don't forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like putting myself back into that habit and relearning it and almost like creating that muscle memory again. It's just kind of like, Damn, like, and then when it's like not clicking, because I think also what it can be is that when you know, like when you said like, oh, like I know this was working, like this is what I was doing, so I don't need to do anything new, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it gets annoying when you know what to do, but it's not like the same results as as it was because you're starting from scratch again, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like you think you're like, oh, I'm just going to pick it back up. But like in reality, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you out of practice, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to play instruments. For, like, half my life. But if I go pick up an instrument right now, you know what it's going to be sound like? <laughs> Straight trash. <laughs> it's going to be that squeak from Straight the music Straight trash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All these squeaks. I wouldn't be able to get a fucking note out. How you do this again? <laughs> <laughs> and the clarinet ain't no hoe. It's hard Girl. to get a sound out that thing. Girl. Look. I, I'll pick up my trombone right now and be like. <laughs> literally, that literally be the noise to come out of it. <laughs> so it's just like it can get daunting. Having to think about, like, damn, like, I've fallen off to the point where it's, like, now I kind of have to retrain myself, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you're expecting me to just be like, yeah, here we go, we back in it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's almost like when they tell you, like, when you're running, a, when you're running, right, like, you shouldn't stop. Because if you stop, it's hard to, like, get that momentum back because you got that momentum. Like, even if you're, like, running outside, you're, like, at a stoplight. They say you should still keep moving, you know what I'm saying? Because then when you stop, you're like, whoo, 
<laughs> and your muscles. And then when you try to get back running, you be like, okay, I'm stopping again. Hold on. <laughs> you know, even I don't like this time. You're just like, whoo, I'm tired. I ran like five steps. That was a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. And I feel like it's the same way where you fall off something. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you fall off from doing something, it's almost like that same thing. You lost that momentum and trying to like get it back. It's just so hard because you want to just get back and be like, yeah, I'm back running now. You know what I'm saying? You started that light. That light was like the longest fucking light ever. And you're like, whatever, I'm good now. We back running. But then you realize, God damn, yeah. I was running for like eight blocks without stopping. Now I can't even run five steps. You know what I'm saying? Without huffing and puffing. Yeah. And that's how we feel sometimes to me. And it gets, it gets so annoying. I get frustrated and be like, you know what? Fuck it to shit. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it out. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, walking the rest of the way fuck this shit actually you were the uber at <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i feel that and i think some of it is like you giving yourself a taste of the forbidden fruit like mm. if you think about something like if i've decided i'm cutting sweets and i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm doing it and then four weeks in i eat some cake it's gonna be so hard not to eat sweets after that because now i'm reminded of how good mm-hmm. they are and so i guess in a, in a lot of ways like you're saying like you kind of have to restart the motivation and like the discipline of it all mm-hmm. of like not giving into that temptation even though for those four weeks like i remember i've, I've cut sweets before the, the one time i really really like did went i cut sweets and after week one it was easy and i started thinking that a lot of stuff was like it tasted too sweet like i cut things that mm-hmm. i wasn't even planning on cutting because it was all too sweet but i said to say even like thinking about like if you cut alcohol like and if you i mean i don't know anything about alcoholism i don't have like personal experience so i don't want to offend anybody who has actually struggled with it but even just the idea of like falling off the wagon and you take that one drink and then you fall back into it mm-hmm. it's like you tasted the forbidden fruit like mm-hmm. you were able to do it but as soon as you're reminded of how good that thing at least how good it seemed to be to you now you can't mm-hmm. stop doing it again that's why they say which is interesting you know they say that like you shouldn't like diets don't really work because when you are forbidden from having something you kind of crave it more you're like fuck yeah <laughs> like, oh god i really want that like you see somebody eating some chocolate cake you like don't even like chocolate <laughs> <laughs> but you it's just the fact that you know you can't have it you know yeah. what i'm saying it's not even like you just declined it today because you know like you literally cannot have it for whatever amount of time you're like fuck i want it you know what i'm saying which is weird which is almost seems to me when i think about like recovering like addicts it seems to me like they're gonna eventually fall off like if you're like if you're like craving it because you you know you can't have it but you still have this craving like i feel like the the thing is like you have to with stuff like that, I feel like you have to get to the root. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes I feel like it's hard because for me to, like, pick back up the momentum because it was like I have to find that root. Thing. Just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. when I think about, like, my eating habits, right? Like, I think about, like, damn, like, I thought I had the same motivation I did before. Maybe I don't. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because why am I not doing the same? Like, why is it not as easy for me? You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, yeah, certain things, it was the same way. Like, I remember, like, I really, really struck my portions down. And that helped tremendously. And now I'd be like, yeah, that was easy. You can do it again. Uh, well, (laughs) not. And I'm just like, well, what's different this time around? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's different? Like, why can't I just, like, pick back up and be like, yeah, all right, we we back in this shit. Where where was I? You know what I'm saying? You know, now that you're saying that, part of me thinks that some of it is, like, because when I think about working out, especially because my motivation when I had, like, got into it, especially, like, in 2017 where I feel like I was going hard, was that I realized that, it was really helping my anxiety. Like I was so much more relaxed during the day and clear headed. And I just wouldn't worry about some of the things that I always worry about. And now that I find myself like slipping back into that space of like getting kind of worried about things that I'm like, girl, you don't need to be worried about that. I know it in my head, but I can't stop it. 
it's like I remember that that was a benefit of working out, but I don't remember if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I can't really like was it? I'm really thinking to myself like, well, was it that beneficial? Like, I mean, it mm-hmm. would help, but was it that helpful? But in the moment, <laughs> I remember thinking like, this is so helpful. I should never stop doing mm-hmm. this because it's so helpful. And because you're in it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you try to go back and try to like, all right, let me just do exactly how I did it before. It's like. Especially because we're working out. I know if I get back and try to do what I did before, I'm going to fall the fuck out. Girl. I'm going to have to ease back into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how when I was, like, heavy lifting. There's no way in hell. I try to pick up a barbell up. <laughs> Without no weights on it. <laughs> like, somebody help me, please. Bop me. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> and just, like, I don't know. Like, it's just hard because you want to just get right back into it because you made such progress. But the realization is when you fall off, a lot of times you got to, like, recovery is kind of relearning sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. So, thinking about that, do you have, like, one or two things that in this last, what, like, month or, like, few weeks of the year that you want to, like, set a goal of picking back up on? And how are you going to go about doing that? Um, I would definitely say, yeah, I'm actually not good with the communication. Wow. I'm good with communication, but I would say like maintaining relationships. Like I'm definitely not, I could definitely be more conscious of that. (laughs) So that's definitely probably something I've been thinking about too, honestly, that I need to work on and that I probably will try to set as a goal for 2019. Um, and definitely still, you know, my health. I mean, that's just like, that's life or death, honestly. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you want to live a long, like, lovely life? Or do you want to be like, oh, hella medications and brittle and just, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> So it's just kind of like, all right, like, that that's motivation enough for me to try to do better. Like, again, I don't know. Like, I, I don't be, sometimes I feel like. I, I'm not hard enough on myself. This is I feel like I'm too hard on myself. So I'm trying to mm. find a balance with like everything I do. So that's probably like another goal. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to be gentle, but I guess firm and strict with mm-hmm. myself at the same time. So that I don't keep falling off of goals that I set. Because I'll set a lot of goals. Like I'll set a lot of goddamn goals. But these goals don't mean shit if I'm not holding my fucking self accountable. You know what I'm saying? I hate mm-hmm. having other people hold me accountable. I mean, like, it's good to have an accountability buddy, but for real, like if I can't hold myself accountable, why would I expect someone else? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how my, that's just my mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to hold myself accountable for shit. So, mm-hmm. doing that as well, like, I've definitely been saying, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more accountable. And I'm gonna be, I know when I was talking with, uh, we had, like, a picnic for Jordan's birthday, and we were talking about, like, stuff for 2019. And we all had the same like goal of like not being so like fearful you know what i'm saying just kind of like stepping into like your shit you know what i'm saying just stepping into your shit whatever fears you know what i'm saying which i've been feeling a lot lately like i've been feeling like yeah i want to shed that i want to shed whatever like fears anxieties i have about things that i want to do am doing can do you know what i'm saying like all that shit like i just want to shed all of that and just whatever i feel motivated or captivated to do like i just want to step into it and do it because it's just like why not what's yolo you know what i'm saying like (laughs) for real you know what i'm saying like i i'm really that's something else i'm really trying to do this 2019 you know concerning all aspects of my life and honestly like owning my career more i don't know like 
this this past year I've started, I feel like I've started to have the better mindset that I want, where it's like, I'm not gonna like, I've never been a person that really like waits for the next like move in my career, but I feel like I've been holding myself back because I feel like I haven't been going for things that I could go for because I feel like I almost like the imposter syndrome. And so I'm like, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not ready for this. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? When it's like, who knows if I never even go for it, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to my career, I guess it's, that goes back to the fear though. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever things are holding me back, like I just don't want these things to hold me back anymore. That's definitely the main goal. Like, yes, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> I, I really feel that fear thing. So when I'm thinking about like the last, um, the last days of the month, I want to revive my health goals. So like I want mm-hmm. to go into 2019 already having started my healthy routine. So I've mm-hmm. kind of gotten that going by like, I'm trying to eat healthier. I've been thinking about like things that I can do. Cause I, I realized that like, in order for me to get like rejuvenated, I do need a sense of newness. So I'm trying to think like, okay, well this was my old routine and it was working, but what can I add to it that I would like? Um, and this kind of ties into a goal I have for 2019. It's like, I want to learn how to like cook, cook. So I'm trying to get that going now in order to get my health goals going. By well, what's cook, cook? Like, <laughs> like I, I feel like you be cooking. Where you? <laughs> but right now, like I feel like I cook stuff that's like for me, or like you know, y'all might eat it. But it's like I don't have no dish that uh, I'm like yeah. bringing to the I do party. I want to start hosting, which means I have to get my fucking place together. <laughs> <laughs> and just like I, the, the, my first thought was like coming up with three dishes that if I get invited to something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull one of these out the bag. Yeah. It's busting. People request it. Like it goes, but I have, to, I want, I need to practice mm-hmm. to get that good at something where it's like that good, like Shay's mac and cheese. We request that mac and cheese. Shay, <laughs> Shay comes in town for one weekend and we like, girl, you gonna make some mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like get to that level. And so with that in mind, like I'm trying to incorporate that goal into this, my health goal. Cause I think that that would be the newness. Like mm-hmm. I'm cooking these healthy meals. They're tasty and now I'm eating good <laughs> and my health goals revive. So that's one thing. Um, Another one is, again, con- continuing with the communication. I think I could be a little bit more consistent, and I'm seeing how it impacts my love life. Like, I, it's hard to build relationships with new people mm-hmm. if I don't find a way to communicate with them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I'm also under- realizing that that does not have to be texting. I don't like to really text all like that, but it could be talking on the phone. But then that goes into the fear thing. I have to get the courage to, like, mm-hmm. because these days it's bold to call someone. <laughs> Yes, girl. Yeah, so, so I have to get the courage to call someone. And I think just, I think overcoming fear is just a huge one for me in general because I'm a serious perfectionist. And I think my fear of not being perfect has held me back in so many spaces. And so if I don't do anything else in 2019, I'm getting over this perfectionism shit because, like you said, you only live one life and trying to be perfect all the time, it's impossible. It's just not a reasonable thing to strive for Mm -hmm. so i want to get more done i want to be more efficient and i think i can be more efficient if i'm more focused on doing things well and not perfectly so just like i've been watching um nailed it holiday edition which has been (laughs) jokes and the girl was sitting there 30 minutes to fucking bake you know what this bitch is doing let me clean my station I hate mess. I just, I just, let me just wipe up the mess here and organize this. <laughs> Bitch came. This showed like a little blob or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it was. Just a blob. 
that's all she got to and do. And a clean workstation. And a clean workstation. <laughs> Even when she put her little blob or whatever the hell she put on the display case, she went back to cleaning. Like, this thing was like, okay, yeah, that was clearly a mistake. I don't have time to be cleaning. Like, it's like bothers me to have like a messy space, but fuck it. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, I can't expect to be cleaning and trying to bake in this limited amount of time. Yeah. Like, it's true. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to learn the hard way like she did. <laughs> Honestly, and cooking makes such a big mess. That's but. yeah. It's like, girl. I mean, I do try to clean up on while I'm like on like while I'm cooking, but it's like, girl, this is a contest. Like, this is like a very limited amount of time. Like, you don't have time to just be like, let me wipe. And up. it's a baking contest. Yeah, thirty minutes to bake is yeah. <laughs> That's why it's like, girl. What are you thinking? Like, you don't have time. Like, they know. Like, they know that the time that they're giving you is very limited. So it's like. What can you bake in 30 minutes? Girl, they were baking some cake pops or something. I don't know. You oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. It was, it was funny, though. I don't know. But, yeah. So, we got our got our resolution <laughs> set. I'm, like, determined to get started right now. Because it's so hard to start in, Ooh, in, the, in the new year. <laughs> See, I keep telling myself that after I get back from Cleveland, like, that's when I'm going to, like, I'm going to, because I detoxed earlier, but I'm about to, like, Seriously detox again, like like a like a serious detox in January, right before that trip, somewhere Slide in between, somewhere beach. in between. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't want to do it like right right before because then it's like once I eat one little meal, <laughs> oh, and we gonna be like the motherfucking what's what's the nutty professor? <laughs> and we gonna be eating food in a different country, Girl. so you might be sick boots. That's why I'm just like, <laughs> let me let me not just be straight detoxing right before. But yeah. I do want to like detox all the holiday shit because I already know myself. I'm not even going to try to put that shit on myself. I already know I'm going to go home eating all the Roman burgers and all the motherfucking <laughs> Quaker steak and lube wings and all the oh, Kim yes. wings and all oh, this shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm eating all that <laughs> fucking corned beef sandwich and shit. Like, oh, I'm going to be all up in three open pit. I'm not even going to Girl, lie. I'm about to have my mom fix me some catfish. <laughs> I'm just like, I already oh, know. My mom got a new air fryer me. now, too. <laughs> yeah, so she can't wait to use it, so it ain't going to take no convince of her to fix me some fried chicken or some motherfucking catfish. Like, Look, I forgot to text my mom with a thing I want and my dad gotta whip me up some chili yeah, yeah we got mm-hmm. things to do. there's a list there's yeah. a list when I go home I have to eat these things I have to eat these things yeah you know I wish custard was open when I went home I'd be wanting some custard east coast custard yeah it like custard ice cream yeah like you I ain't never been to no custard ice cream stand like it's just like I'm a little stand I never been to one I never seen them open during the winter time they only open in the summertime there's that one on cedar like if you're driving towards Lynnhurst or like it's just bread. open during the winter. I can't remember. I know, like, it's kind of near Dairy King, and I know Dairy King closes in the winter. Really? But I thought that the custard spot stayed open. Dairy Queen or Dairy King? There's a Dairy King. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's on Cedar. It's like in the Beachwood area. Yeah. I know I always saw like custard places like on the west side when I'd be on my grandmother's side of town. And they always be closed, like during the winter time. I don't know. I'm going to find out. Just like how they're going to drive that way. Yeah. Well, While yeah, I'm, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be over there. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, dang, I love some custard. Give me some custard, motherfuckers. I just got to deal with McDonald's little fake custard. <laughs> fake as hell. Probably a little powder in the back. It literally is powder. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the McDonald's movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so should we move on to... On- oh, yeah. On repeats. Are you ready this week? Um, Yes. My song. I'm not single. <laughs> so I was debating, right? Because 
um, I was listening to, was it you who was around when I was listening to my, when I went to my most like, basically like top played like playlist. And I was like, oh my God, like I actually been listening to it. And I was like, oh my God, I used to love some of these goddamn songs. We were talking about it, but I don't think you played anything for me. I was talking about it. Okay. So I was trying to remember who I was talking about it with. But yeah, like I've been like, oh my God, I love this song. Oh, and this one, like literally every song on here, I'm like, I love all these songs. So there's been a few that I've been listening to on repeat again because I forgot how much I love them, which I love. Like there's been songs that I will play the fuck out and I go back and I'm like, I'm so tired of it. I played it out that much. And it's not even that great anymore. Like I just, I'm over it now. But like the songs on my top playlist, top play playlist. I still love all those songs. But one song right now has my heart over all others. And I think it deserves to be shared with the world. Or however many people are listening. <laughs> the world. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. Living for the weekend. <laughs> so uh, I, I've been having this weird obsession. Ever since I saw Keith Powers at that goddamn party, I've been like, I've always been obsessed with like him, him and Ryan Destiny, which is the the black girl from Star. Mm. Like I was like, they were so cute together, and Keith Power is fine as hell in person. So like, good for you, bitch. Like <laughs> you go, girl. Okay, that motherfucker's fine, beautiful. Okay, pretty. Uh, so I'm like, you go, girl. And so I guess like, see, recently Ryan Destiny recently put out a new single, and so this is it. It is so good. It's like early 2000s vibe, like R and B, like. It's great. So it's called the same. These niggas tell you what you want to hear. Everything has a price. Who here gonna sacrifice? Don't know exactly what you want to hear. Still, I can't tell you if you are here. I mean, that shit both ways. Your friends don't ask you what you're waiting on. Yes, to procrastinate. But then I played it again. I was like, hmm, I like this song. Yeah. Then I listened to it a third time. And I like really was listening more to the lyrics. I was like, how relatable. <laughs> These niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These niggas. That's what really took it over for me. I was like, oh, God, this shit is relatable. Like, yeah, it's good. She's very talented. She's really good. Like, you keep talking about that show. I think I'm gonna check it out. Oh, I don't talk about the show. I don't watch. The oh, you don't. Show. But oh, you I don't watch like her. Star? No. Why well, do I, I think you watched it? Because you been talking. I about just it. talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fan of her. Like I don't really watch the show. Like okay, well, I'm not gonna watch it. See, they Quincy on the show though. 
Oh, Quincy on the show. I know. Okay. She just get all that. the good luck, right? Ooh. She get to be, she get to kiss on Quincy's naked body in the goddamn show. She gets to kiss on <laughs> Keith Powers in real life. It's just Wait, like, God damn it. How do you not watch the show, but you know that she be kissing on Quincy? Because everyone knows that Quincy's on Star. <laughs> everyone knows that that's her boyfriend on Star. And she gets to hang around um, Naomi Campbell all the fucking time. That's her mom on the show. Shit. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's a lot of people in this cast. And isn't Queen Latifah on that show? Uh, yeah, but Naomi Campbell just like guest appears because he's like her mom. So she just like guest appears sometimes. She's not like a regular. Oh, gotcha. Quincy's a regular now, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. But you don't watch the show? No. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting but we also like distribute the music for the show. So uh, I'll know like when a new song comes out and like, so I'll like hear about what's going on or even just like the title of the songs will like. I'm like, oh, okay, I can guess what's happening. <laughs> I feel that. That's kind of like me with power. I don't watch it. I know, I know, I know. Oh, yeah, I don't watch it either. But I keep up with the storyline. So I like ask my friends that watch it, like, what well, happened? So, you can't help it. It's all over Twitter and all over social media. Right. And that way, if the conversation come up, I could be like, yeah, that's Tyreek or Tariq. What's his name? <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. He's he fucking up, don't he? I know, right? <laughs> but also, you know, I stalk Quincy on Instagram, so. Yeah, Listen, he deserves to be stalked. That man is fine. We can get Matter some. of fact, I need to call him, check up on him. He is oh, my babe. We can get some lunch. He's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. But okay, so I'm torn between two songs because, so similarly, Spotify dropped like the top 100, my mm-hmm. top 2018 songs, and I've been playing that playlist. Like, <laughs> I've been so, so impressed with myself. <laughs> I'll be in the car like, oh girl, you got good taste. Like, listen to this. Look at this. Bang. Bang. You know the same shit. Like, <laughs> you know what you'll be listening to. So there's that, but also K Tronada dropped a new EP. And, oh, did. Yes, it's just three songs and then instrumentals for all of them, but it's a song with Ty Dolla Sign I like. So I'm really gonna. Which one am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna pick the one off the top 100 because we talked about resolutions. And this is like, it's kind of off the beaten path from the things that I usually play on here um, because this is like, this is probably be classified as straight EDM, not like that R&B EDM, like fusions kind of stuff I usually listen to. Um, dang, what's the playlist? Oh, here you go. Okay. And it is called Drump Jump, uh, featuring Nev, and the artist is Drolo. I think that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, it's just a really pretty song. I was thinking that maybe when you get back, you could come with me. Fuck work, fall in love right now, and spend all our money. Jump with me.
so good. It's really about just like falling in love and just like saying fuck everything and let's just be in this feeling, mm-hmm. be in this moment. Which I mean, it's not realistic for like real life because you no. know, it's nice to dream. Yeah, <laughs> and I like. I think I envision a relationship where there are moments where we can do that, like mm-hmm. little weekends where we can like just say fuck it and just be with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's what's going on in the music news? Oh, what's been happening this week is that King of R and B debate that's been so damn funny <laughs> to me. I haven't like I don't really know. Like I I don't know the details of it. Like I, I just know the gist. That I think the, I mean the whole like the catalyst of it all was Jacquees mm-hmm. saying that he was the king of R and B. I don't was, know what made him say that. He was trolling the fuck out of us and it worked. He just wanted us to <laughs> yeah. talk about him because he, he even would go so far after people were like, "Dude, you certainly not the king of R and B." He would be in the comments on posts like, <laughs> "Um, I, I could sing that." Like he, <laughs> he really is trolling. Yeah. He just wanted us to talk about him. Yeah, he does. But uh-huh. all the clips of him singing shit flat, I know he got can sing. <laughs> But clips of him singing shit flat has been taking me out. Like all the singers I know have been like, but uh, listen to this shit. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot. But yeah, like Diddy weighed in on it. People have been bringing up Usher's name in the mix, saying yeah. like, why haven't people been talking about Usher? Which I'm like, why haven't we been talking about Usher? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. But is he? I feel like Usher, he uncle himself. He should definitely be up there in that debate. He should be in the debate, but I think the reason that we can't, like, he's not coming to mind quickly is because the past, like, couple albums, especially this uh, uh, Zaytoven album he put out, it's like, Usher, yes, he put out an album solely produced by Zaytoven. What the fuck does Usher Mm -hmm. need with? Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then he went through his EDM thing, which was a couple Mm -hmm. of songs, but, like, it wasn't that good. I think he just, he's an old uncle at the party now, and Mm -hmm. so... We can't even remember. I mean, I remember confessions, but like younger generations, they're I remember not, all the older stuff. <laughs> younger generations not, are not thinking about it because it's like they just think he's the old ass uncle at the party. I mean, Chris Brown does have a viable chance though. Like Chris Brown is okay. like consistent. Like he's good. Like he consistently puts out bangers. Like I agree. Even graffiti was good. Nobody just listened because he was black at the time, but it was good too. I liked it. What was graffiti? <laughs> I think when you said fame the other day, I was actually thinking of graffiti. No, fame is the one he actually won that Grammy for. But graffiti. That was the one where we liked him again. Everybody was like, oh, we'll listen to you again. <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I was still listening when graffiti came. Fame was the one that had. Oh, oh I was still shit. listening too. I never stopped listening. That's why I was like, look, I oh, was a fan. Yes. Fame was, fame was so the one that had beautiful people on it. Oh, I love this album. Yeah, it was was a great album. Like, he definitely deserved that Grammy that he won. So Um, good. But Graffiti wasn't bad. It's just that, like, he ain't get no play because that's right after he didn't beat the hell out of Rihanna. The motherfucker was like, no, we are not. (laughs) This is what we're not doing. Because I'm looking at these songs that only look familiar. Okay, so I'm not, I'm a little bit more shit than I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) I did not listen to Graffiti for real. Yeah, nobody, I feel like a lot of people didn't even know it came out because he really, like, nobody was, like, promoting it, playing it, nothing, like. Yeah, it's just the one song. I think Transform You is on there. I could transform you. Yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. That's the, oh, that's the top, good. the first song. Um. Oh, and Take My Time. That would know with Tank. I yeah. just want to take my I like the song I'll Go, which nobody knows, but I like that one. I don't know. It's beautiful. Like, now I was like, okay, Chris Brown can sing now. Ooh, I <laughs> forgot about the song. Say this real quick. <laughs> But okay, so the only thing I want to like throw in there with Chris Brown, because I was thinking Chris Brown too. But the thing is that when we think of the king of a genre, because 
one thing I would say about Chris Brown is that he's consistent and he puts out bangers constantly. But has he grown as an artist? I don't think he's an innovator. Like, think about this 45-track album he did. I like a lot of songs in that album, but they sound similar mm-hmm. because he just gives us the recipe. He doesn't, like, I feel like he doesn't push beyond. Even, like, him as a dancer, and I'm not going to, I haven't been following his choreo. Like, I'm not comparing from video to video. But I'm just saying, like, in just general observation, I feel like Chris just gives, he's just naturally talented. He just gives us that. He's like, I compare him to a tall basketball player that can't jump. Like, they're probably going to be really good. They can defend the hoop. They can do all these things. Uh, y'all mean. Right. <laughs> Literally just, stand at the bottom of the hoop. <laughs> and with that, you can be a great player, but you could be better if you learned how to jump. And I feel like he has not given us that innovation, that growth that would make him the king. I don't know. I mean, I feel like his growth was like him like rapping. Like that was different for him. I remember when that happened, everybody was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was him like pushing and showing us like, I'm actually more talented than you think. Like, I actually can spit too, motherfuckers. Like, because he actually got bars, okay? He <laughs> like, does. he be having bars. Like, he be really on songs just straight rapping sometimes. And I be like, oh, goddamn. Like, that's Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will say that lately he has definitely gotten into this pocket. Because I feel like when he was younger, like, his songs were a little more diverse. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had, like, I feel like I think about, like, Exclusive. And that was very bubblegum pop. But then I think about, like, um, but that Exclusive also had uh take you down on it which is when he decided to come out and be like i'll be fucking y'all <laughs> so get used to it <laughs> you know what i'm saying but at the same time i think about like fame and that was a totally different sound for him than like exclusive was you know what i'm saying like he evolved from like bubblegum bubblegum pop like i want to get out the bubblegum pop lane to like now i want to be seen as like serious and i feel like that was him exploring and honestly like i don't know like i feel like he doesn't stay in i feel like lately he has i feel like he, when it comes to like the singles he gonna stay in that motherfucking lane. Like, he know that recipe, and he know that recipe well. Like, muscle yeah. memory. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes the other songs on his albums, like, when I actually was looking at his repertoire lately, I got a different feeling with every time I looked at each different cover. Like, I was like, yeah, I got a different feel. Like, each one had its own different, unique feel to me. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. I, I do and see he that. he has way more, like, his, like, his, Repertoire is a is like a lot larger. Than I think people think like yeah, he got albums. Upon he albums. actually got a lot of albums. Like he does, and I, and I will say, especially thinking that's about not fame, including the mixtapes. Like yeah, especially thinking about fame. Like fame has a it feels di- electronic a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like he was dibbling and dabbling in a lot of stuff. Yeah, so I guess I can say that, but I don't know. When I think okay, so if we're talking about the king, then I'm thinking about okay, who's the queen? And I, I actually just got in a debate about what Beyonce is the queen of, like what genre, but. She's the queen. I would say pop. Me too. But the debate was about whether she was pop or R&B. And I feel like R&B don't make sense. Like, if anything, it would have to be both. But, like, pop got to be in there. But anyways, when I think of Beyonce and, like, what I what I enjoy about her and what I've enjoyed about her as an artist, because I wasn't always, like, a stan. And I'm still not, like, I'm not getting into an argument about I'm Beyonce. I'm <laughs> But I really enjoy her as an artist. It's things like... I don't know if you remember when we were watching all those um, Beyonce videos randomly mm-hmm. at the house and like we watched her perform. I think it was like Crazy in Love or like Baby Boy or something. And like when she was first performing it when she was younger, like her mouth is spread and like her no, she sounds very young and like her technique is just not there. That's back when we mm-hmm. said she couldn't sing. Yeah. And now <laughs> she's belting and like we've seen her grow in her vocal talent. We've seen her grow in her performance skills and it's very apparent. Like you don't even have to do the comparison to know it, but you can do it and see it. Whereas with Chris Brown, like 
okay, he's showed his versatility, but, and even like, obviously his vocals from when he was 16 years old are not going to be the same as his vocals when he's whatever age he is now. But still, I just don't, the the growth doesn't feel as clear. Although, even though I think mm-hmm. he's like a very, very talented artist. I, the, I just feel like the growth doesn't feel clear and the innovation. I would need more from him. He's not the apparent, he could be the king if he does more. Like, he needs to and work. And see, it's funny because I feel that way about Beyonce. Like, I feel like Beyonce sticks in her lane, like, for a really long time. That's why I never stand for her because I feel like, all right, like, you're still, the still boring-ass bitch, like, <laughs> next door. Like, I don't know. I always felt like she never did anything for me to, like, that showcase, like, what Beyonce was like. And literally until she made Beyonce. Like, I felt like, I don't know. And that's when I actually started to like Beyonce. I didn't even really care about Beyonce before. Because I was like, she's just like a machine putting out music, you know? That's what it felt like to me. If I see really stuck in her lane. She knew her recipe and she stuck with it. And I feel like she definitely growth. Like, the growth for her was, like, literally, like, she's just better. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just grow, like, technically-wise. But I didn't really feel like she was that innovative to me until, like, Beyonce. And I felt like she started to feel more comfortable, like, being herself and, like, taking more risk and whatever. But I didn't feel that way until Beyonce. And I don't... And it's not even, like, I feel like she's done anything that's, like, super, like, left field or anything. Like, other than maybe, like, the... Her Beachella shit now. But, like... I don't know. Like, I always felt like, yes, yeah, she stayed in hers. She stayed in her lane. Like, for a long time, I felt that way. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like, Beyonce, feel like Beyonce, the album, was, like, a major turning point in her career. Yeah. Because it's not, it wasn't just the innovation of, like, the sound of the music and, like, the artistry, because that was her first, like, visual album, I think. But the fact that she did that, no promotion, just random-ass midnight drop. Like, mm-hmm. she's kind of changed. The, and then ever yeah. since then, people well, have been doing do that. Yeah. So <laughs> she's kind of changed the way that we consume new music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, things like that are the kind of innovations I'm thinking of. But also, like, I would venture to say that For It was also innovative for her. Because that was the first album where I was like, oh, this bitch could sing. Before that, I was like, you know, yeah. I think that she's got skill, but I didn't enjoy the tone of her voice. Oh, God, no. That goat sound and shit, dude. Now, before <laughs> I was like, oh, we running. Okay, hey, girl. Um, and then, of course, like, Lemonade and Beachella and all the things she's been doing lately, I mean, have just shown us like that. That kind of, that that's how you become the queen. Like, I don't, people were calling her queen before a long time, but I don't think she was queen to me until Beyonce, until mm-hmm. like, she showed me that vocal talent, until she started doing things like Lemonade and like, really changing the face of the music industry and I think that that is what the like royalty of music does Michael Jackson he changed the game see but then I know like a lot of people put R. R. Kelly like I hear in the debate and it's like well what but he ain't I mean, like, I, I, I will see why. He definitely deserves to be talked about in that category, though, because I feel like with R&B, R&B doesn't really get, like, people, it don't really change. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is why, like, I was reading an article where it's like, the debate is silly because it's like a dying genre. Like, the genre is like, kind of, like, dead at this point because there's, like, so much hodgepodge that people can just try to call R&B. There's, like, rap singers now and, like, the R&B-ish singers that are really more like pop or more like rap leaning or more like, you know what I'm saying? It's more like some other genre leaning than just straight R&B. There's not really that many artists that come to mind when you just think straight R&B. Mm. So it's kind of like, to be the king of it anyways, it's like, who cares? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking that too. I, and I think that the R&B genre is just going through like a, like a metamorphosis right now. Yeah. And, and it's and almost one, like non-existent. And right. Once or if it resettles, and we've decided, okay, these are the sounds that are R&B. Mm-hmm. Then maybe we can establish, like, a king or queen of R&B. Which I agree, like, R&B is our generation knows it. Yeah. And, like, older generations, 
bitch wear? Like, who's mm-hmm. singing that? And yeah. and R. Kelly, like, yeah, just whatever. That's why I like <laughs> that Ryan Destiny song. Like, I would consider that R and B. Like, that sounds like R and B. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that isn't. I mean, like, you could say R and B at this point. People will probably just call it pop now. You know what I'm saying? But pop also it's just anything you know what i'm saying like my my co-worker was really mad because our like one of the vps he was talking about how like i guess juice world has this song with benny blanco or something like that which benny blanco is like this yeah, he's, he's kind of like in the same lane with like calvin harris where he like dibbles and dabbles but he's like a producer like more so like edm dance but like he'll dibble and dabble on some like more like sultry sounds or whatever and so he has this song with juice world which isn't surprising and I haven't heard it, but it's been, like, they've been putting it on a lot of playlists on, like, Spotify and other places. And, like, one of the directors was talking about how, or somebody had brought up how it's, they've been adding it to, like, a lot of pop playlists. And they were like, oh, that's really interesting because a lot of the, like, hip-hop artists don't get necessarily put into the pop, like, playlist, you know, for a good reason it's hip-hop. But mm-hmm. she was like, well, yeah, like, he's he's so front-facing now. And I'm <laughs> just like, I don't know, she said something kind of weird, but it was like, Pop music is also just popular music. It's literally just the abbreviation of popular. Thank you. So it's like literally hip hop now is like pop. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like, that's another reason why it's like at the same time, like is R&B even a real genre anymore? Because there's no distinctive sound of, of it anymore. It's just kind of pop now. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I've, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will consider her like pop now. You know what I'm saying? Like they would consider like Daniel Caesar's definitely R&B. I don't care what anyone says. But like certain artists, even Kalani, like some people may consider her R&B. She, she probably considers herself R&B, but that's just pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of it. It depends on like what the, the ear that you're listening to with honestly, like what you're listening for. Because I can see Kalani in both. Her, I see her as more R&B. Daniel Caesar, definitely R&B. But I was just having this debate with somebody about pop music. Like, I feel like that's the most flexible genre because no, it, it is, is literally yeah. rock just music what's used popular. to be pop. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like anything can be pop. Because I was thinking about Beyonce's discography and how you can't, you want her to be R&B, but you can't neatly fit a lot of her songs into R&B. And they're so popular that they they're get pop. played on pop stations yeah. and get the the award she's getting is not best R and B artist. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. She's getting best artist or yeah. maybe best pop song, but mm-hmm. not R and B. So it's right. like the music industry, I think we had this conversation before. Like I think all the genres are shifting. Everything yeah, is are. shifting right now. But people are just dibbling and dabbling in so much now and like bending genres that it's just it's almost pointless at this point to even still have them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And most of the time when people describe artists it's like it's like two genres. It's like when they describe people it's like emo rap or like R and alternative R and B, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. never just like this pop artist or it's always like this alt pop fan or whatever, yeah. you know? It's never just this pop person or this like rock band or well some of them still with the rock people because some they don't motherfuckers be like rock will never die. <laughs> I'll be like let it die, so please passionate. let it die. <laughs> I think country is clear. That's- country is very clear but at the same time there's a lot of country artists that are considered pop as well like Carrie Underwood is one of those mm. that is considered like pop and it's a lot of them like Taylor Swift until she officially went over into pop was considered pop even though she was country you know what I'm saying that's real Keith Urban I think a lot of people will consider him like pop too you know what I'm saying like there's some of them where it's like ah, they teeter that line too you know yeah that's real that's real and <laughs> It's so funny that you said alt pop because we love a good alt. You put an alternative in front they of something. They put an alternative thing when it's slightly different. Alternative sound. Yeah. And the thing is that, and I feel like I know what that means. Like, yeah, like a Billie Eilish. Yeah. It's like alternative. They consider her like alternative pop. 
I didn't know. I just found out what she looks like. Like, totally doesn't look anything like what I thought. Yeah, she doesn't sound like what she... Yeah, no, not um, at all, but I... You know she's only like 15 or 16? For real? Yeah, she's mad young. She <laughs> has such a grown sound like um, Chloe you and Halle. You think Hallie. so? You think her voice sounds really grown? It sounds... It has such... It's like such a high-pitched, like... I don't know, like, the, the main song I'm thinking of... She just sings like, super high register all the time. It's high, but I don't know. The main song I'm thinking of is Ocean Eyes. And yeah, that's like a super high register. But I wouldn't think that was a kid singing it. I thought she was. Yeah, like, she was very young at that time, like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, it, maybe it's the the content. I which think it's is the content. Why her brother wrote it? Oh well, there we go. Because <laughs> that's Chloe and Hallie are, are like that to me too. Oh yeah, they like, sound grown though. Like their tone, like they sound more grown. And they, ta- I mean, some of the things they're talking about are childish, but some of it is like, where you get this wisdom from? Like who, yeah. who told you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, other people be writing that shit. <laughs> that's all I be that feeling part. like. Honestly, I be just feel like other people write that shit sometimes. Like how she said her brother wrote Ocean Eyes and was like asking her to sing it, so she sang it. Like you know, because she thought it was a pretty song, so he's like, "Fine, I'll sing it." And it's so pretty. They <laughs> it's a beautiful song. Make a great team, shit. And it's it's funny because that's not even like her style, really. That song. Oh, really? I haven't. Um, I don't think I've heard anything else. She has that other song. You should see me in a crowd. <laughs> We're just very much like her. Style. I don't know. And that she's one. eating a spider on the video, like let a real me, spider is in her mouth. Let me pull her up. So I'm like surprised Peta didn't come through. <laughs> With that dumbass. Did you see that stupid ass shit that Peta recently posted? It was like, it was all these phrases that involve animals like killing two birds with one stone and they were given alternate phrases that you could use. Oh my God. And then when people like push back and like grab a bull by the horns or something. And then when people push back and we're kind of like, this is dumb as hell. They then doubled down on it and made an <laughs> argument about, and like equating this to like homophobic and transphobic language and racist language. Peter really fucking tries it. <laughs> Peter is extreme, dude. Yeah. Like they're like a cult. they They have their own little religion over there and you can't tell them that they are not like i don't know like jesus savior okay like advocating for the savior for the animals okay like they would do anything for these goddamn animals like are the animals thanking you are they saying thank you bitch like right (laughs) are they paying you damn Yeah, it's like, I mean, somebody got to hold the animals down, but they do yeah, the most. they do the most. It's like, this is why nobody like y'all motherfuckers. Y'all over here throwing fucking paint on expensive furs. You took it too far. And it's fur safe, <laughs> so relax. Yo, so now, I don't even know if they know the difference. And you're like, kill her. Like, did you even check, bitch? Okay. Right. I seen um, Priyanka, see, at a... Uh, for her bachelorette party, she had like this really like beautiful like full length like fur on, and mm-hmm. she put it in the caption like this is fake fur, okay? It's faux, it's faux fur, damn it, it's fur. <laughs> Just before y'all me. go hammer and try to crucify me in this goddamn <laughs> caption, okay? Like chickens all in the comments, <laughs> dogs, man. Because <laughs> you knew somebody Bears was gonna say something. That's wrong, Priyanka. <laughs> they do, ugh. Celebrities literally, they can't do anything. It's kind of sad. Like, they can't do anything without being crucified. Like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zach, this, that just made me think of so many other topics, but I feel like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. We'll just. <laughs> next time, next time. Right. Next time, you <laughs> living for the weekend. So, I think that the next time y'all will hear from us, it will be the new year. Yeah. 2019 in this whole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, dance moves with it. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. I'm about to say whatever. Happy Hanukkah. Celebrate that too. <laughs> whatever you know, y'all doing, any ones we miss, you know. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your time with 
whoever you're spending the holidays with, even if it's your damn self. Enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we will see y'all in the new year. Oh, mantras, but we're going to leave you with some motivation mm-hmm. to get yeah, you okay. into the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like you got some. If at first you don't succeed, first you don't <laughs> yeah. succeed. Oh, wow, wow. How old is it? Pick yourself up and try again. Push yourself. Push <laughs> again. <laughs> nah, but like, for real, I feel like a good mantra is just like, it's okay to start over. It's not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes um, you may find a new way. Yeah. A better way. I think I agree with that, but I also, I think my mantra is going to be, um, sometimes it's about the recovery and not the restart. Mm-hmm. I think both are, both are valid. And I think that's what came through in our conversation. Like some things you can just pick back up and other things you really got to just rejuvenate mm-hmm. and get that gusto back. Mm-hmm. But we going to do it mm-hmm. y'all. Like 2018, it was an interesting year, mm-hmm. but I think, <laughs> I think a good one in all and 2019 will be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any year was better than my twenty fifth year. So. <laughs> it's onward and upward from there. <laughs> so yeah, we will talk to you. Oh, as always, hit us up social media at Living for the Weekend Pod. That's the number four. That's don't on, be shy. Seriously, <laughs> um, that's to put us onto some new music. To shout yourself out, your friend out for the millennial spotlight. To weigh in on topics, to suggest topics like. We really want to connect because this growth is not just about us, but about y'all too. Um, and oh, we're L4WPI on Twitter if you want to chat with us on the Twitter. Um, <laughs> personal handles, Amira Lindsay on everything. Oh, well, just follow me on Instagram at Ashley Kara. It gets a little complicated <laughs> after that. So, <laughs> and yeah, see y'all. Bye. <laughs>